As always, those were probably words. Uh, is Vicky <laughs> and Johnny? Hello. Uh, and we watched it, chapter two, only about a week late. Uh, so let's just get into it. Um, I'm gonna skip asking you guys what you knew about this movie, uh, since it's a sequel to a movie we watched under a week ago. Uh, so let's just get into it. What do you guys think of this movie? Um, it was long. A lot of jump scares. And oh. it was good. I cried at the end. <laughs> yeah. You sure did. Uh, <laughs> this movie had, like, the highest jump scare per minute that, like, actually got me of any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like, in most movies, they, they'll hold off on a jump scare and they'll, like, kind of they'll get you because you'll think there's a jump scare coming but there won't be one but in this movie there's like a jump scare in every single scene yeah and ev- all of them are super well telegraphed and it still they still all got me huh. <laughs> just like every single one huh. uh johnny what'd you think of it uh i felt like it was there was very scary parts it was very successful being scary when i was trying to be scary and i felt like there was very funny parts it was very successful at being funny when i was trying to be funny um and i also felt like it was very long and it could have been probably like an hour less long um and i also felt like the ending was very unsatisfying and it was kind of more of a kid's movie than the kid's one was yeah, the one where they bullied a clown into dying and then crushed his heart. Yeah, I'm like sure, literally. I'm sure there's some metaphor there. I'm not. I'm not sure what it is. I don't think the movie knows what it is. I think it's a very bullying crushes movie. your heart. Um, I think. But well, bullying crushes the bully's heart. If you bully the bully, then you, it's good. Then. Sure. <laughs> there's also some really we i'm not really sure what it's saying about suicide um i'm not sure if it's the coward's way out or if it's brave uh, does this is this movie saying that suicide is good um i think it's saying that sometimes suicide is good uh that that part i really don't like that made me unhappy yeah. i wish that they hadn't had that the suicide note thing that was really annoying yeah, that was not great um, because I thought it also was... that whole first scene. The entire first scene did not need to be in the movie. Yes. Yeah. I was really confused because I thought they were the kids. At least one of them was one of the kids that was growing up, but there was just two random dudes. Yeah. And it loosely it loosely ties back into the character in the movie named Vicky because she had this stuffed animal. Oh, man. Okay. Um. <laughs> Well, my guess is that we're going to talk about uh, Vicky in a little bit in at least one of the times when we talk about what oh, the scariest Jesus. parts were, uh, because I think one of us had a, a, a strong reaction to that. <laughs> yeah. So so we can sp- 
probably hold off on the uh, Vicky conversation. <laughs> okay. You hear that, Vicky? Uh, yeah. I'll just be quiet, I guess. <laughs> you know For fucking I mean. once. <laughs> yeah, stop talking over us all the time. It's a real problem. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, we were saying classic something. Classic problem. <laughs> oh, and she does it again. I thought that the uh, the suicide note at the end really cheapened his death at the beginning, um, and I thought the whole like last thirty or forty minutes of this movie was just unnecessarily long yeah. and sort of uninteresting. Um, other than, I mean, I spent most of the last forty minutes of this movie trying to decide if they just put Jessica Chastain in a red shirt instead of staining a white shirt. I mean, you know they did. You knew they did. You leaned over to me in the middle of the movie, and you're like, they just put her in a red shirt. <laughs> yeah, but maybe there's just, like, that much blood that it actually just stained evenly. I don't know. It was a lot of blood. She was, like, up to her neck. Yeah, but it wouldn't stain so evenly, you know? And it would have sort of faded, because she, like, almost immediately was in water afterwards. I don't know. I don't trust it. Was she in water, or was she in dirt? Dirt water. Whatever. <laughs> um, she was in like a puddle of mud. No, when they went swimming after. That was like much later. Okay, fine. Uh, so I hated this movie. It started with a voiceover, <laughs> and I just... And then it was three hours long. That's, that's sort of oh. my review of this movie. Is it started with a voiceover, and it was three <laughs> hours long. It was a nice voice though it sounded pretty good it was so stupid i didn't care it's like oh memories are so important sometimes we forget but we gotta remember i don't care uh, it was kind of the plot of the movie though right yeah but we could have just seen it you don't have to tell us give us a thesis statement at the beginning of your movie that just means you know that you can't convey story and character development which guess what this movie didn't do either of those so they needed the voiceover yeah, I mean, that doesn't make the voiceover a good thing. <laughs> they did convey the story. <laughs> I yep, yeah, sure. I meant like theme, not story. I guess. Okay, I was like, gonna say um, there was very clearly a story. What was the <laughs> story? Was there? What was the story? We're gonna beat up a fucking clown <laughs> again. Uh, anyways, uh, so. I liked the scary parts, like Johnny said, the scary parts were scary and good, and the funny parts were funny, and I every single jump scare got me. There wasn't a single one, other than maybe the dog, that didn't get me. Um, but every... The dog didn't get you? No. I thought the dog was very good. Oh, it was very good, but it's <laughs> it somehow was the only one where I was prepared for the jump scare and then also didn't fall for the jump scare. <laughs> is it because they, like, opened the door, and you saw it, and you were waiting for it, and they closed the door, and they went back, and then they opened the door again, they saw it, so you're like, oh, man, it's definitely coming. Well, no, I expected it actually less than, like, almost every other jump scare, and maybe that's why. Maybe that maybe there was less anticipation. Um, <laughs> they snuck it under. Yeah, but, like, every single that second that was not either a Bill Hader making a joke or a scary scene, I did not like i didn't care about it at all i didn't care about the adult versions of any of these characters except for richie um and eddie <laughs> eddie was pretty great um and also uh zombie 
Why can't I think of his name? Tid Tiddleston? Stetler? Yeah. Hostetler? Yeah. Uh, I can't oh, can, we talk, can we talk about Bowers? Is that his name? Bowers? Huh? Yeah. Well, can I, can I just finish this thought real quick? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> then let's talk about Bowers. Every second that Bowers was in this movie, I was enjoying. When Bowers was in it, I was having a good time. He, from the second he saw that red first red balloon, and he was just so happy to see it, I was like, dang, that's one happy dude, and I just want to be around him. Yeah, I didn't care. I didn't care at all. He was just like, over-the-top crazy person. And he then, was like, not crazy at all. He, well, okay, uh... sure. He was, like holding on to the bars on the window and like jumping up and down and giggling i don't know right how because he he's been locked up in that. an insane asylum for how many years when he's not insane he made friends with a crazy alien clown thing that was very real not psychotic at all and he picked his side he was loyal to clown thing and then he got to meet his friend after how like 20 years 27 years even separated from hostetler yeah, I don't care. Uh, I didn't. I just didn't care about him at all. I didn't. So like, I didn't care about him really in the first movie. I thought he was over the top and sort of in the first movie, and then I hated him in the first movie. He was that oh, yeah. again in this movie, and I don't. I don't know what purpose he served, really. Other than being awesome. It, well, okay. other than having zombie best friend driving a Trans Am. It's so good. Which, which I could understand this movie being three hours long if there was about two more hours of zombie hosteller driving a Trans Am. That should have been the whole movie. Yeah, it should have been. Just two bros, you know, out on the road stabbing people. Yeah, but like, I just, I didn't care. Like, he stabbed, uh, what's his face? Eddie. Eddie, Eddie. in the face. And then Eddie stabbed that him was in Eddie? the chest. Shit. And Oops. then some other things happened and i just didn't i don't know i didn't care i feel like you're focusing too much on him you know attacking people and not enough on how just how happy he was to see that red balloon and to see his friend and be driving in that trans am again just you know letting that mullet fly on the wind <laughs> yeah because uh, you just described 15 seconds of this movie <laughs> Rick. This movie's three hours long, and the thing that I'm you're not, describing not, liking well, is, like, two minutes of the movie. Right, I'm not saying this makes this a good movie. I'm saying Bowers and Hostetler are amazing. Specifically, Bowers and Hostetler is amazing. Them together, that yes. unit, that is their friendship. Sure. Uh, the zombie driving the Firebird. Great. I'm into it. <laughs> Every single other thing that is not specifically that and includes Bowers, I didn't care about at all. Even when he was like whooping and all happy and stuff? No, I especially didn't care about that. It was stupid. It was just like Dang. it was just like stereotypical like, oh, he's a crazy person in an asylum. Look at him how he behaves. He's so crazy. But he wasn't Fucking crazy though. Gag me. What what I guess he clearly was. He's been in an insane asylum for 27 years, but he wasn't crazy. Why wasn't he crazy? Because just be he wasn't. Just because Pennywise was real doesn't mean that he didn't also go nuts. How did he go nuts? He, he, he stood up to his father just like Beverly did, only he happened to kill his own dad where Beverly didn't. He had a very similar upraising to Beverly. 
No, I'm 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 saying that in the intervening twenty seven years when he, he was locked maybe, up with all those crazy yeah, people. Maybe he went crazy in the asylum. I don't care how it happened. It just happened and it was annoying and he was annoying. Mm, disagree. I don't think he's crazy at all. I th- I think that you are the crazy one. Um anyways, this has been like fifteen too many minutes on fucking Eddie Bowers. We're making it for the time that he wasn't in the movie. Yeah, sure. Um, and like I don't know I didn't need all the like I especially and part of this is because we watched it chapter one like a week ago but I especially didn't need all of the just like reminding us what happened in chapter one by showing us the exact footage from the movie yeah like unnecessary and like I don't know that you needed to explain to audiences what happened in it chapter one I feel like most people probably figured out one called It Chapter Two. You should watch after the first one. You it know? almost felt how many like new people with, are with all the this re- movie. Yeah, it almost felt like with all the recaps, like you almost didn't need the first movie. I felt like with all the recaps, it made me realize how much I, how little I needed this movie. Because like every time they did a recap, I was like, oh yeah, I liked that oh. way more. All those kids were way more compelling than them as adults you considering the scenes where they go find their totems or whatever or their things their horcruxes uh, considering those uh repeat scenes from movie no one? no i mean just like the literal repeat okay. scenes where they took footage that was in a movie i mean there weren't just that watched. many it happened like three or four times and granted this movie was a hundred years long <laughs> so like percentage wise it was very small but like it was unnecessary. You could have cut ten minutes out of the movie right there. I also think that them going and finding their horcruxes and, like, the flashback to them being kids with the horcruxes it was sort of, like, unnecessary. I mean, I get like maybe Maybe plot. if only one or two of them came back to fight it, it would, yeah. they could have cut out a lot of the fat. Yeah. Well, I think that there's a version of these two movies uh, that you could cut together and make it a much make it chapter two much better uh where you you cut out all of the the plot and character development from the second movie and just have it be the them trying to remember their memories and using that as a framing device and then the scares from the movie like contrasting them to when they were kids And, like, whenever they would say something, like... Because you could feel it, or at least I did, while watching it. Every time they were, like, trying to remember something, that's a very clear place where, in in the book, which I haven't read, but I imagine they say, like, oh, I can't remember this thing. Or as they're remembering it, it cuts back to them as kids, and that thing happens. Right? So this movie could be... These two movies, these 17 hours of two movies, you can probably make, like, a decent, like, three-hour cut of the two of them that does that where it takes them it starts with the framing device of them not having their memories and then plays through yeah the first movie basically while they're discovering it and it would make the second movie make a lot more sense like there's a lot of stuff that they go into flashbacks into the first into the first movie that weren't in the first movie and i'm just like i don't understand why this wasn't just in that movie yeah i feel like they had a they they knew they were going to make two movies and they made the decision up front to be like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did all the kid stuff first? And then they did that, and it was cool. And then, like, shit, now we got to make a second movie. How do we do this? 
Yeah, well, and I think that they probably didn't realize that the kids, the story of the kids is much more interesting than the story of the adults, right? Well, and it's so interwoven. Yeah. But, like, the story of the kids you can tell on its own because it's not a story about remembering the what they were yeah. like as kids, right? Whereas, as the adults, they're just, like, remembering being kids. Like, why not just have Bill Hader as a framing device? And he gets to crack wise yeah. a little bit. Uh, and then Eddie can tell him that he fucked his mom. And then they can go back to being kids and have the actual, like, character development happen. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think hindsight, yes. I think before they started the project, though, it probably sounded like a really cool idea to have all stuff first. Yeah, probably. And, like, this movie's very popular, so I'm not, like, they probably didn't make, like, a bad choice. It just, I feel like it made the movie not as good. And it made it, like, for me specifically, not work. Considering we haven't read the book, we don't actually know how the book is framed. Right, yeah. And so I'm just speculating. Like, it seems to hint pretty heavily towards what i'm what i'm thinking but i'm obviously just speculating right and i'm not going to read this book because it's like 1400 pages long and there's a part where a bunch of middle schoolers gangbang their female friend so i think i'm okay yeah, i could do without that yeah but there is like a cosmic turtle and that's how they defeat pennywise that sounds way better than what happened in the movie is that real yeah that is actually real because the ending of those movies are really dumb it's super <laughs> dumb like like all of their they're like fighting pennywise all of that scene was very dumb like big crab pennywise was mm. while it was speaking directly to me as a person uh <laughs> that scene was really stupid yeah and i feel like beetlejuice already did it you know yeah and so did like warbreaker um <laughs> So, yeah. And, like, that part... So, yeah, I didn't care about that at all. I liked... I did like the parts where Pennywise was, like... Big Head Pennywise was talking to him through the tunnel. Basically, any time Pennywise was talking is great, right? Yeah. They could have done a lot more of that. They did very little Pennywise in this movie. This three-hour movie about fighting a scary clown. No. Yeah. I was okay with that. He was always something else, right? He was always... A weird old woman or oh so what's going on with uh pennywise in the apartment oh she's okay oh when he was putting on his makeup yeah i think he was just being scary just doing a goof i well, guess no, i mean that he was he was her father he was he acting like he was the, the woman's father but well he was also an alien from outer space right yeah, so the alien I think possessed that man. I uh, I think that I think that all of that was probably fake. Think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do you think he was also Paul Bunyan? You no? mean you mean sort of like Wolverine? How like Wolverine was like a, a samurai <laughs> in Japan and then Wolverine fought in the Civil War. <laughs> do you think that there's like a whole series of like period piece it movies we could do? We're like, I mean, that sounds really good. And I Pennywise wish Pennywise is just like a struggling railroad worker trying to get the, by. It was the beginning montage of uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, it yeah, also I is like in that. comic books. 
because I have not seen X Men <laughs> Origins Wolverine. Just spoiler alert. Fucking snob. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, guys. You think there's a cool like uh, Benjamin Button style it movie where we get to see it just like start out real old? Uh. What? Oh. <laughs> You're going to have to put a lot more context there because I am not following your train of thought at all. That's all right. I was supposed to try and change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Uh, okay, so let's let's move on to scariest scene. Uh, let's have Vicky start with this one. <clears throat> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's going to have to be the, uh, the little girl named Vicky. Really struck home for you, huh? Oh man, oh boy, guys, <laughs> I was not having a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's in not that great. Scene. I, I believe I turned to you guys and was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it felt very accusatory. It felt like you were, like you <laughs> thought we knew that this scene was going to happen, and I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, Did you? <laughs> it felt to me like you thought that I, like we put it in the movie. <laughs> That we like emailed Bill Skarsgård and was like, "Hey, call full that disclosure, I had nothing to do with the making of the movie. It too. I'm not <laughs> gonna say whether or not I did. <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah, um, that was creepy. That was very disturbing. Hearing my name coming out of Pennywise's mouth. Yeah, had a great time. Yeah, I I also think that's the scariest Pennywise was in." at least in this movie, maybe in either movie. I don't know if it's because of Vicky's reaction. I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. it probably was Vicky's reaction, is my guess, because he was very scary. <laughs> like He was very scary. The way he was like, oh, no one wants to be Pennywise's friend. I don't know why Jesus. I did that accent. That didn't... <laughs> You remember, remember when Pennywise was like, Chip, chip, cheerio, Vicky, you want to be my pal? Oi, Vicky. Want to hang out with Vicky? You want to play football? You see that new Chris display last night, Vicky? Oh, you have a point. <laughs> Alright, so that's the end of that. Um, but like when he was like, no one wants to be my friend, I'm too ugly. And then she was like, no one likes me too because of this thing on my face and then he was like let me blow it off like oh no he's gonna yeah. eat it off he's gonna eat it and your entire head right off uh-huh there wasn't part of you that was like oh maybe this is pennywise's soft spot and maybe they're gonna be buds yeah so i thought maybe he was recruiting her and she was gonna be the new uh henry the new the new bowers yeah and i thought thought that was uh i was very into that um <laughs> This was also the jump scare that got me the most of any jump scare that's ever happened. Huh. Uh, because I this one I was legitimately expecting his face to come out mm. and like be lit up by the firefly, and instead he just collapsed. And I was I like I think my heart stopped. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was very lie. good. It was very. I didn't good. look when he. Uh, oh, you didn't. Her. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. That I think that probably was the scariest scene. Um, I also figured that yeah. you would mention it, so it's not what I'm going to talk about. Um, 
<laughs> but I do want to talk really quickly about a book called Red Mars. Um, because... Okay. Just to say, I sort of know how you feel. Because there's this book called Red Mars, uh, where a dude oh. named John Boone is the first person oh. to land on Mars. Um, and he gets oh. killed in the first chapter. Oh. And it makes it makes reading that tough. So I sort of like... While you were accusing us of ruining your life, it sort of made me think of that. Uh, Did John Boone get his face bitten off by an evil alien clown? No, he got suffocate. He got like suffocated and left for dead in a like agricultural home or something. Surrounded by poo potatoes. Uh, no, these were just normal potatoes, I believe. Fertilized. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I can't relate. Nobody named Johnny has ever died in anything. No one named Johnny? I'll find something. Just Johnny. Nope. Nope. Not once ever. Okay. Uh, Johnny, what, what's your scariest scene? Good question. There were so many really good jump scares. I think... Um, so, going into the movie, like I was thinking um, the trailer for it to was scarier than anything that was in it one to me um and i was kind of curious about what could lead up to that because it seemed kind of out of place like why would she be going into this apartment and talking to this old woman um and how could that possibly fit in but i think it, it was really good and it was even scarier in the in the movie and the way that all of the jump scares kind of just double down on the build up it's like exactly what you think is going to happen does happen sometimes like times 10 um and i thought that whole apartment scene was really good and really scary oh man it was so scary um yeah i thought so too until she turned into a big cartoon with like a big cartoon witch yeah uh that i thought was a little sort of silly but the jump scare still worked (laughs) like (laughs) oh yeah no yeah like i said every single jump scare got me it's just that, that that scene was, like, sort of scary and creepy. And if it had instead, like, if she had never turned into giant old witch lady, like, it yeah. would have been, I think, a lot scarier if she had just been... I like, don't know. Um, or if she had just, like, come after her, and maybe this is just the fact that that exact thing happened in Hereditary and it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. But if she had just, but like, so it's a different, been it's naked a different style, and run at her... Right? Yeah. Sort of. It's still people still run with that weird herky jerky motion that they did in Hereditary. Yeah. Uh, no, but like every everything oh, everything no. in it turns into a big weird cartoon. Like and it's it's kinda goofy, but it's still terrifying. And I think that's kind of the Yeah, the style. I think that that just turned like too much into a cartoon, I think. Like if she had just been like had like Pennywise mouth or something and run at her and then she runs out and then Skarsgård is putting on his makeup telling her that she's terrible I think that would have been I would have I think that would have been scarier like I just thought that she was too cartoony you know yeah yeah I was very scared the stomping was very scary stomp 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 very scary yeah so like that's fine that that part was great it's just when she literally was tall naked old dead witch <laughs> yeah, who looked sure. sort of like the crypt keeper <laughs> yeah um so my scariest scene uh in the non-little kid getting eaten category 
um, because I also think that the funhouse scene with Pennywise slamming his face into the win- into the glass that part yeah. I think was also very scary, um, and uh, yeah, anytime a, a kid gets like eaten, I'm sort of unhappy for some reason, no <laughs> idea why. Uh, yeah, uh, but I think Paul Bunyan, that scene was like the scariest non-Vicky category scene. Where like Pennywise so is you... sitting on Paul Bunyan and then like floats down, um, and they're all doing all the like balloons. choreographed dance in the background. Yeah, and then you get the very scary Paul Bunyan jump scare. So mm. you think that the witch was too cartoony, but the big giant Paul Bunyan cartoon was terrifying? Yeah, but it was liter it was literally just he he turned Paul Bunyan animated, right? Like he was a big statue. And then he was walking around statue. He was the same thing both times, right? Yeah, and you don't know where Babe is, right? <laughs> yeah. Any minute, there's a big blue ox gonna skewer you. Yeah, huh? sure. Um, I think the scarier part of that was actually the the Pennywise stuff leading into the jump. For sure, there. for sure. Um, and I think, I think the same, away from the same thing with the apartment though too. Like yeah. the, the scarier parts to build up. Yeah, when he was running away from Big Paul Bunyan, that was, uh, silly. In a good way. Yeah, instead of silly in a bad way, like in the apartment. Mm, I think they're both silly in a good way. <laughs> sure, that's fine. I liked both those scenes. Um, I just think the, I guess both of them sort of let the tension off. I should, I think I just like Bill Hader way more. Fair enough. Which is strange, because I really like Jessica Chastain. I just, like didn't care at all about her in this movie i think it's hard because the girl version of that character is so good yeah um and then you get to the grown-up version it's it's a lot like what you're talking about it's like i don't really care about these adults yeah yeah and i only cared about bill Hader because bill Hader is so goddamn good (laughs) it's just i feel like with adults adults are much more restrained in their emotions and like their facial expressions a lot of the time. I... Yeah. I don't know. I can just feel a lot more for a girl who has a shitty dad than a woman who chose a shitty husband. Well, I think that there's a lot sort of going on there. I think that for the, sure. The yes. likes that was commenting about like the cycle of abuse and people who are yep. abused like yeah. not being able to escape abusers and like moving from one abuser to another. Yeah, that I wasn't get it. great either. I didn't. Um, yeah, that wasn't. Um, but it was also very like sort of, at on the one hand heavy-handed, and on the other hand not very effective at getting that message across. Well, because they're trying to do seven short stories or whatever, right? However many kids there are. Yeah, and I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Okay. So. Neat. Did we all do scary scenes? Yes. <laughs> uh, let's move on to favorite part. Uh, one of you guys go. I've already talked about it a little bit, but anytime Bowers was in this movie, I thought it was really good. <laughs> um, he just, I was just, I was almost rooting for him. Um, just the amount of joy that he brought to the screen every single time he was on it. Um, I'm not usually rooting for the redneck mullet-wearing asshole, but in this movie, I kind of was. Yeah, were you just, like, super hoping that Eddie would just, like, die? That the 
his knife had like gone into his brain. I I wasn't rooting against Eddie. I just wanted Bowers and his friend and Hostetler to be successful together. Yeah. Um, I really liked the the scene with Eddie and Bowers, uh, with the like reverse psycho, <laughs> where he like just like sort of closes the curtain. <laughs> I was like, wait, is Bowers going to forget that he's in there? Is that the plan here? <laughs> no object permanence. Yeah, he was just like... Where'd he go? Where'd he go? That fucker stole my knife. He literally said that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, how about you, Vicky? Uh, you know, I think... It's not funny, but like when they were all getting their phone calls from Mike... Yeah. It was really interesting, like, you know, everybody was reacting differently, and, like, got to see, one, where they were, and two, like, how they, they didn't remember at that point. Yeah, I expected James McAvoy's hand to, like, start glowing or something with, like, the <laughs> way he was holding it out and looking at it. I thought maybe all of their hands were gonna hurt when they heard, uh, but that didn't happen either. Yeah, um... I liked Bill Hader's really response. That was the best one. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, my favorite part. Uh, I think it might actually be, and this is from the section that I that I said earlier was like the worst part of the movie. <laughs> the worst part of the movie was my favorite part. Uh, so that's sort of something. But when uh. They thought they had killed Pennywise, and uh, he like shows back up, and he just like torments Mike. I really liked that, and I think that just because I didn't like Mike at all in this movie, and I really liked Mike, him in yeah. the first one. Yeah. Like, and he just was not. He was just sort of nothing in this one, except he took uh, James McAvoy on a spirit journey. I guess Which... three three quarters of a spirit journey. <laughs> <laughs> But none of that mattered, right? Like, you could have taken, like, I feel like they made Mike the plot device and then it didn't matter at all. Like, you could have taken him out and and the entire plot and just had them show up back in town and not had a reason and you would have shaved, like, 30 to 40 minutes out of the movie and it would have been better. Yeah, and you could still have them go to the places that scared them, right? Cause yeah, they could do everything else. The places. Yeah. Just... Uh, just not have Vicky's favorite scene in the movie where he calls them all and yeah. it would have been great yeah um, so I really I really liked when he was tormenting Mike I mean like you didn't show him the fourth side Mike <laughs> mm. yeah um, Pennywise was really good basically every time he was in it yeah he's fucking incredible he was the best part like he was really good in the first movie really scary and then in the second one the like two times that he's allowed to just be Pennywise, he's great. Right? So, like, the part... And we talked about all of them already. So, like, the part where he is with Vicky, the part where he's on Paul Bunyan, the part where he's making fun of Mike because Mike's so stupid. Also, when he's oh. under the bleachers with that girl. And he's, uh... It's okay. Uh, your very bad joke got me. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Oh, and when he's with uh, in the fun house, ben. slamming his face against the wall. Oh, uh, when he's going all hereditary against that mirror. Yeah. Oh, 
Wait, what did he do with Ben? Oh, he Making was calling him a little ben. fat kid. Little fatty fat <laughs> fatso. Doesn't matter how many sit-ups you did, Ben. Uh, yeah. Every scene with Pennywise was great. Um, I also really liked the the their first dinner together. Mm. Um, when all oh, the crazy really crazy monsters came out of the oh, fortune yeah. cookies, and an that eyeball pops out of one. And Bill Hader's response, Rishi's response, I guess, which is sort of on <laughs> brand, I, I guess, is not an eyeball just popped out of it. He says the fortune cookie's looking at me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sort of a strange, sort of a strange response. I think the strangest response was by the waitress. She comes back in and she's just like, "Are you guys doing okay? Like, is everything all right?" Dude's slamming a chair on the table, all freaking out, and breaking all the dishes and throwing shit all over the place. And she's just like, "Yeah, Can I, mean, I bring this you more is drinks?" Just like a Tuesday what? for her, I think. She's used to Pennywise shenanigans. I think she's drunk idiots. <laughs> fucking guaylo <laughs> uh yeah that part's very good i i liked i liked whenever there would be like an outside perspective come in whenever they're fighting pennywise oh. and just like everything is back to normal and it's just like yeah this is great huh. um yeah uh all right so do we have any other thoughts about this movie? I could talk more about parts that I didn't like. Uh, do you like... want to talk about good jump scares because there were so many? Do we oh, let's do let's do a, like a best jump scare. Let's do that. Ooh. What was everyone's favorite jump scare? Might take a minute. I know I brought up the idea, but it might take me a minute to think of it. Got to yeah. parse through all the minutes. In this so I'll start movie. with mine. And my favorite jump scare is actually the only one that didn't get me, uh, and it was that the dog. Like so much. No, I'm not Vicky. It's just, it was just incredible. Um, oh, actually, both the jump scares in that part were really good. So when the dog, when they open the door and it's the dog, and uh, Bill Hader's like, oh, he is really cute. And then they close the door and then they open it and it's still the dog. And the dog transforms into a horrible dog monster. That was very good. It was very good. It was a very um, good one. But also when they opened up the uh, very scary door. <laughs> yeah. And uh, someone said something about missing their shoes. And I was like, oh, I know what's happening. Uh, And then it was just the legs of the girl who the top half was in behind the door they looked in in the first movie. That was also a very good one. Does it make sense, though, that she's missing her shoes if it's the bottom half now? Well, I think she lost her shoe anyways. Because they found her shoe shoe in the first movie, in the gray water. That gray water. (laughs) Watch out for the glass shark. Um, oh man. Okay. So so I know. Does it make? That, well, hold uh, on. Just real, uh, real quick. Does well, it make no, sense for I, a legless you, thing to talk when it doesn't have a mouth? Uh, yes. It makes as much sense as the fact that the legless thing would be alive twenty-seven years later after it got detached from the girl. Tap dancing <laughs> forward. So those legs would not be that dexterous. We're sort of splitting hairs here. <laughs> Uh, so, I knew I know that I promised at one point that we wouldn't make like uh, jokes that are like either inside jokes or require like for you to have listened to a bunch of like other podcasts or something, whatever. Basically, McElroy podcasts. Um, but when Ben 
was little kid Ben, and he was in the locker. The only thing that I could hear in my head was swim, fat kid, swim like there's a corn dog. <laughs> uh, Boy. So that's that. Um, and that's Glass Shark. Maybe I'll put a link to Glass Shark in the description. Uh, all right. Anyone else have a good jump scare? Um, school one. The one with Ben. Like, Ben's. Uh, <laughs> when he. So he went to the school and he was looking for his yearbook note? There were like six jump scares there, though. Which one, Vicky? Yeah, okay. Okay, that's fair. Um, The one when he's in the locker. <laughs> yeah, that one's very good. And there was a Backstreet Boy behind him on the poster, is that new right? New Kid on the Block. It's on the Block. New, yeah, New Kid on the Block. I was definitely waiting for the New Kid on the Block like face just to morph into Pennywise's face. Yeah. And it kind of did. It was yeah. very good. <laughs> that but was yeah, very that good. Was... Yeah. You just had to swim, fat kid. <laughs> Pennywise um, will eat the, your brother. He don't care. The jump scare that got me the most was the one at the very end um, after they get after Eddie impales it in the mouth and like falls down on like the spikes mm. or whatever and is like laying there and then like mm. pops back up it seems like kind of normal like describing it doesn't sound very scary um, but it, it really got me more than any of the other jump scares yeah they stabbed him after he like falls down he's like I got him he's dead Hmm. Yeah, I also liked uh, in that part the the um, when Richie is yelling "Yippee cat, Kaye motherfucker," <laughs> and he just gets like horror mouthed instead. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. So basically, all the scares, like the horror. That's what's so frustrating about this movie is like the horror sequences are so good. Like we didn't talk about how scary this movie was. I thought it was really scary. Like I thought all the horror yeah. sections were well, really yeah, scary. I was they hiding were really well like done. Vicky preemptively went to the bathroom one time. She actively <laughs> hid another time. Like... Yeah, very scary. I think I think one of the one of the scarier horror movies that we watched, also one of the more boring ones at times. Yeah, and like so it's very weird. Yeah, and like you compare it to like so I've I've harped a lot about the length of this movie, uh, but it's not significantly longer than Midsummer, and it's the same length as the Midsummer director's cut, which I sort of wanted to see, um, <laughs> and and it just sort of like sort of drives home what the what I feel like the failing of this movie is, and just that it's just not unless it's actively being a horror movie or actively being funny it's just not interesting like i don't care about the characters i don't care about the journey that the characters are making right like about their like growth or anything because i don't think they have any in this movie yeah right? like all their growth happens in the first movie um and it's not Do just we... like midsummer is just like so freaking weird for two and a half hours that yeah. yeah i was just like enthralled the whole time and this movie was the highs were super high but the lows were just like so low and i didn't care about them at all 
like to the and to the point where it's like eye rolling like all oh, a lot of the meta stuff was like oh bad you know you're bad at writing the endings and stuff like that i was just like oh my god yeah so like the first year ending suck joke was really good right it was funny and it was like i get it because everyone thinks stephen king's endings suck because they do um and so it's funny the obvious stephen king standing character and then they just kept like beating the dead horse and i was just like oh my god and then stephen king was actually in it and i was like oh shit like who fucking cares why couldn't he just find his bike in the gutter or something why did he have to find his bike at all? I mean, I did really enjoy him riding around on the bike. I wanted the bike to break and him to go over the handlebars. <laughs> I was really ready for that joke, and it never happened, and that was disappointing. Um, Would you yeah. want to ruin James McAvoy's face? Why well, don't he could have caught like just like ro- I don't just know. roll, just roll with it. Yeah, he could have gone down on some grass, Vicky. It's fine. Um, <laughs> go down on that grass. <laughs> gross. Um, and like. The worst part is the the ending still sucked. Yeah. Like, it was still it was not really a good bad. ending. And then it was so, like, it was, the resolution with Pennywise was weak, and then it was so, like, sickly sweet afterwards, and with the terrible suicide note that it was, like... It was just boring afterwards. Like, everything, like, it was stupid how they killed Pennywise. I The, the place started to crumble around them in, like, a horrible trope of, like, the, you know what I mean? Like, the dungeon yeah. falling around you. And then they got out, and they're like, I guess we'll swim in the quarry? And it's like, what? You just barely survived escaping this place, and now you're going to jump off a cliff for zero reason? Like, I what? think it was supposed to be them like acknowledging something about their childhood and their friendship together, right? But And like, that's my favorite scene in the first movie. Ugh. Um... Yeah, actually, maybe that's what the, the biggest problem is is that when you juxtapose it two versus it one some of the best parts in it one are not the horror parts right they're the the bonding moments between the children and them just going like explorer style on their bikes riding around yeah the best parts of it chapter one were the kids on bikes like it was stranger things it was the goonies like that was the best part of it chapter one and it was the worst part of it chapter two by a lot yeah because watching a whole bunch of fucking 30 something year old dudes crawling around a cave is, isn't good yeah it's just it's not that interesting right like i don't know so i didn't like this movie uh i couldn't better, tell better or worse than friday the 13th oh this movie's like it's a hundred times better than friday the 13th <laughs> <laughs> so like I understand why they made this movie. It was competently made if if too long and sort of uninteresting in parts. And but the horror was really good in this movie. So like in Friday the 13th, I was uninterested in the characters and uninterested in the horror. In this movie, I was uninterested in the non-Bill Hader characters. Uh and I liked Eddie. The non-Bill Hader/Eddie characters and but I was interested in the horror. The horror ruled. What if at the end of It 2, an old woman showed up who you had never seen previously in any of, the, any of the movie at all? She just showed up at the very end and was like, hey, I'm the mother of Pennywise. And then she started speaking in a weird voice, and she's like, kill, kill them. I'm Pennywise. Kill them. It wouldn't have been worse. <laughs> uh, have you seen the, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode where Mr. Burns is a vampire? You get out of it. Uh, so 
have you seen the Treehouse of Horror episode where Mr. Burns is a vampire? I think so, but it's probably been like 20 years. So anyways, they kill Mr. Burns, and they expect, I forget what they expect to happen, but it doesn't happen, and it's because Mr. Burns wasn't the like head vampire, and it turns out that it's Grandpa Simpson was the head vampire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very Lost Boys. That's basically, yeah, I mean, that's I think what they were doing, but that's how I feel about Friday the 13th, and also this movie, is that fucking Grandpa Simpson's the goddamn bad guy in <laughs> They had a Lost Boys poster in their little clubhouse. Yeah. So that, that tracks. But they didn't have any uh, new kids on the block paraphernalia, which was disappointing. Yeah, pretty unrealistic, huh? Yeah. Well, no, because Ben was always trying to hide that he was the new kids on the block. I know, but these were like his best friends, and like Bev already knew. Oh. Yeah, but that was like his secret bond with Bev. There's something else I need to talk about in this movie. Something that drives me fucking crazy. So whenever there is a person pining for someone else for a mm. long time and they basically, and they're like always standing in the background <laughs> they like ruin their fucking life because they're pining for this person mm. i just I, I hate that trope so much and like it, it but he was very it, successful sure but he was still like uh i only love you you're the only thing that matters to me like just move on with your life dude she was like you were 12 a stupid fat kid like yeah but because he was persistent part here because he is persistent he like uh it made it work but it's just like and this movie wasn't so bad about it but it's just the annoying ass nice guy trope that is basically just like toxic garbage and perpetuates toxic garbage and i just i hate it because like and maybe it's me reflecting on like who i was in middle and high school um <laughs> and realizing that i was a fucking idiot wasting my time and that like just move on with your fucking life just get it over with like anytime that happens in a book or movie fucking out on it like, wait a minute he had that fucking note from his yearbook in his wallet the whole time why did he need to go to the school i don't know no one knows i think he needed to pretend the note from the yearbook wasn't in his wallet the whole time because embarrassed or something <laughs> how do they know what their tokens were because i feel like they're somewhat arbitrary yeah like stanley's was a shower cap right <laughs> Like, why wasn't it like his yarmulke or something? Yeah, that would... Uh, I feel like we just broke you know, this movie, guys. Yeah, this is what made this movie Injury not great. would not be great. <laughs> uh, so, Stanley's Bar Mitzvah was the greatest, also. What were you saying, Vicky? Yes. I talked over you. Vic Talk Vicky. I was going to say, I don't think having the yarmulke as his token would be the greatest imagery. You don't think all we should, their tokens. We don't, you don't think we should be burning yarmulkes? <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, but it's at least something that, like, he was attached... So all of them had something they were attached to from the first movie, right? And he didn't. But, but I but, mean, like, they were just, like, guessing. Yeah, but, like, Mean Boy stole his yarmulke and threw it into the bus. Huh? Right? And so, like, that would have, I think, made more sense than something that they just inserted into the second movie. And I'm like, oh, we found Stanley's. Right, because he brought them there to keep spiders out of their hair? That yeah, doesn't seem like a real character-defining moment. Yeah. Uh, Follow-up question. Uh, how disorienting was it to you guys that there's a character named Stanley, but Bill had the stutter? <laughs> I hadn't thought about it until now, but now it's very disorienting. Every time Bill would stutter in either movie, I'd just hear, Stuttering Stanley! Stuttering Stanley! 
Vicky hasn't seen The Sixth Sense, I guess. Oh, we should probably watch The Sixth Sense, huh? Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. That movie's really good. Yeah, it's a horror movie. It's got Misha Barton in it, apparently. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing for that. Uh, there's something else. Oh, uh, Stanley's Bar Mitzvah. When he just, like, goes off. And then Richie just, like, stands up clapping. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I just... buddy. And that kid is so good. Uh, Finn... What's his face? Yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard. He's so good. Like... That's not his name, is it? Yeah. Yeah, It is. Finn Wolfhard? Yeah, it's a cool-ass name. Uh, his known for on stri- on on Stranger Things on IMDb is three things. Zero percent of those are Stranger Things, where people actually know him from. Well, yeah, you don't need to put those ones on there because you already know about them. Yeah, sure. Known for, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyways, so that's all I sort of have for this movie. I could probably keep ranting, but I think I'm have done with a... that fact for you from imdb Ooh, vicky's imdb facts this is gonna be in every episode thing it's very good (laughs) uh so bill Hader was unaware that bill skarsgård can actually move his eyes in two different directions oh that's terrifying uh, there was no cgi what kind of editing was done to achieve the effect in the first movie Skarsgård, in full costume and makeup, responded by saying, oh, you mean this? And doing it. Oh, no. Causing Hater to freak out. <laughs> he probably did the voice, too. He's like, oh, you mean this? Oh, uh, that's so good. Uh, have you guys seen the pictures of Bill Hader just, like, grinning like a madman at uh, Skarsgård in full Pennywise <laughs> costume? Nope. Oh. But I'm about to. <laughs> It's very good. Yeah, he also is. Uh, I think there's a picture of before and after Bill Skarsgård does the eye thing. Because he's like, looking at him happy, happy, running away scared. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, you know, there's another fun fact. He can, Bill Hader, or Bill uh, Skarsgård can also do the teeth thing. Oh, yeah. His teeth come out of his mouth. Yeah. Pennywise actually was all no no effects at all. It was no just CGI. real. That's why the CGI looks so corny, because next to the real thing. Yeah. Uh, in the quotes section, the first one that you like uh, before you hit see more is just Pennywise, too young Ben. Kiss me, fat boy. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so this has been our tour of IMDb. Uh, I think that that means we are probably done with this episode. Um, It Chapter 2. There were parts of it that were very good. There was another uh, two and a half hours of it. Uh, (laughs) What do you guys think? Yeah. It's a fair assessment. (laughs) Um, Okay. Cool. Well, uh, thanks guys and thanks for listening. I love you, bye. You can follow the Discomfort Zone on Twitter at zone underscore discomfort and contact us via email at discomfortzonepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.